internet. Ladies and gentlemen of the internet. How's it going? Welcome to episode 79 of Outreach Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online and explain why they're dumb for caring or possibly not dumb for caring this week. Uh, I'm your co-host, Derek Bolin. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuiter. Let's start off with the most important thing. So we're going to lose probably a handful of listeners because you're now off the market. A handful of our handful of listeners. So all of them. So like... I don't think... Dale, let me correct you there. Yeah. I don't think any women were listening to this podcast because I was dating them. Because if they had, they wouldn't have been dating me anymore. Well, you weren't dating them. You were seeing them. Yeah, but regardless. But now... You're actually dating someone. I am. Yes. Is this, is this uncomfortable for you to rest talk in about? peace, single Derek? No, I just I don't like. I'm not entirely sure that she's going to listen to this. We haven't Should like. I? <laughs> yeah. We haven't like. We've had a conversation. Yeah. And we're like, but we're not like being like, oh, we're like going to make it Facebook official because that's fucking weird. We're just uh, a couple extenuating circumstances. Uh, she lives on the other side of the continent yeah. in a different country. Yeah, Mexico. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Better get over there before they build that wall, bro. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure planes can clear it, but uh, yeah, well, it'd be a pretty high wall. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we like had a talk. So I went to flew to Denver to meet her. She's from Philadelphia. Uh, we met in Denver this weekend for the first time. Did you guys have sex, Dale? I'm not gonna answer that. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I, far be it from me to make things awkward by answer, asking the obvious question. Okay. You don't have to answer that. I respect your wish to be a gentleman and not pantomime the things that happen. <laughs> I would never, ever do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a great trip. I had That's a really good. nice time. She's, she's, a, she's a swell girl. Nice. Uh, I like her a lot. Yeah. So I will probably, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, talk about her a little bit on air every episode from That's now good. until we break up in like a month and a half. You know what I heard girls really like? When you talk about them to the public at large. Random strangers. And not give them a chance to say their part of whatever conversation we're having. Yeah. So it's good. We'll keep it respectful. I mean, I don't want... To cost your relationship in any way. Oh, I'm going to take care of that myself, buddy. (laughs) You don't have to worry about that. (laughs) I would hate to steal that from you. I will say it's going to be interesting being uh, in a long-distance relationship as a 38-year-old man. Uh, There's there's a subreddit um, that I've been lurking that's like exclusively devoted to long-term relationships. And you go and you look at it. It's all like... What did I say? You said long term. Oh, it's going to be that too. Aww. Aww. Uh, <laughs> long distance relationships. And it's all like college kids and high school kids because they don't yeah. fucking know any better. They're just like, oh, I'm getting catfished by this 40 year old man on the Internet. Better dater. Yeah. Uh, so and there are like zero like actual adults with children or established careers on there. So I think. There are people to put your mind at ease. I think there's a lot of adults doing the long distance thing with kids. They're just not on Reddit because they're not as cool as us. Right. That's an excellent point, Dale. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I'm going to go with because I am also on Reddit. And I definitely think there would be more 40 year olds on Reddit 
if they were cooler. Uh, speaking of adults spending time with children. Nice. Huh? Hey, we got our segue game back. <laughs> yeah. Noise. Uh, hey, did you hear about this? These, I was just going to say new allegations against Michael Jackson, but really, they're not new at all. How, the the rehashing of the old allegations yeah. that he was officially acquitted of? I air-quoted that because I think it was settled out of court, wasn't it? Or uh, was it... It was one of those things where they're like, he was... I thought it was like the OJ thing where they like tried it in criminal court and they couldn't uh, do... And then there was a civil suit and he just paid out of the civil suit. Oh, yeah. But they didn't prove anything in criminal court, maybe? I didn't pay too much attention. All I know is that if you get accused of molesting kids twice, it's pretty much you did it. But I want to come at this from a different angle. Because since the Mandela thing, I've just switched over to conspiracy Jesus mode. Christ. <laughs> and there is... This is now a podcast about the Mandela effect. No, there's a conspiracy about Michael Jackson. Ah. I don't know if you know this. But when Michael Jackson was 12, he took uh, what you call, he took a prescription for his acne. And there are two different people who have alleged that while he was taking this medication for his acne, he was actually being chemically castrated on behest of Joe Jackson, his father, to keep his singing voice, to become a castrato. Okay. And I think also... Didn't South Park spoof this as well? I don't... Did they? Yeah. I mean, listening to the man sing, that's not... That doesn't seem beyond the realm of the possible. I'm not saying it's true, but I'm saying it could be true, (laughs) and that's terrifying (laughs) enough. But one of the doctors... The doctor who wrote the book, or the doctor who quote-unquote killed Michael Jackson is one of the guys who's alleging this and he alleged this in his 2016 book where he called Joe Jackson the worst father in history and was saying that he fed Michael Jackson hormones and then there was another guy in 2011 who was a French doctor and an opera lover Mr. Elaine Branchero? Branchero? You know French. What's that? Uh, Branchero? Yeah. He said, upon listening to Michael Jackson's voice, there's no way that he's not a castrato. Yeah. And this was in 2011. And uh, there's still, there's no proof. And the drugs that uh, Branchero was alleging Michael Jackson would have taken along with his... um, Acne medication weren't actually available in 1970, but he's saying, like, maybe they got, like, special pre-access to some trials and stuff. So it's kind of falls apart. So it's like the one guy in 2011 just says it because it sounds like his voice is a castrato. And then the doctor who killed him said it in his book, maybe to try sell his book more. 
So the whole theory kind of falls apart. I mean, Joe Jackson was a notoriously like shitty and abusive father. Oh, yeah. So I don't think it's absurd to say that he would have done that. Yeah. He was such a shitty father that one of the main popular theories on why Michael Jackson got so much plastic surgery was so that he wouldn't look like his father because he hated his dad so much that when he looked in the mirror, he couldn't handle seeing any resemblance of the man. Now, all of these things put together, say like he was chemically castrated, say he was emotionally stunted from horrific physical and mental abuse. Possibly sexual abuse too, right? Like, yeah, you know, like there's a, this is one I don't even, but there is like a super dark conspiracy theory. Are we a conspiracy theory podcast now? Can is we be? It? No, absolutely ah. not. Okay, but <laughs> this one is scary because there was another dark, dark conspiracy saying that Joe Jackson actually pimped Michael out when he was in the Jackson 5. Okay. That's just... That's nothing to do with my theory. But my theory is one of the way, like, it's pretty obvious that Michael Jackson probably touched some kids. But I'm just point putting forth all of this information because I'm saying maybe Michael Jackson was so emotionally traumatized and stunted that he never actually emotionally became an adult. And he considered himself a kid, which would kind of makes sense why he would call his farm Neverland Ranch, like after the Lost Boys who never grew up. Yes. So could it be seen like all the time he spent with the Corys and why am I drawing a blank? The kid from Home Alone. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, spending time with him. Like they've both adamantly said nothing bad ever happened with Michael Jackson. But other people are like, well, why would he touch the famous ones? Because they would say something. So here's the other thing is yeah. that uh, one of the – so the reason we're talking about this is because a new HBO documentary aired this week yeah. uh, called Leaving Neverland. And yeah. it uh, documents – I full disclosure, I have not watched the thing yet. I'm intending to watch it this weekend uh, for some light, light weekend viewing yeah. just so I can take part in the conversation. But – um, the documentary specifically covers the allegations of two of the boys, one of whom, who, uh, what was his name? Will, William, uh, Will William? Wade, or Wade, Ro Wade Robson. Oh, you're way off. Wade off. Will Wade William. off. His name was Will William. No, actually it was Wade. <laughs> that good thing nobody <laughs> listens to this for news. Um, Documenting the, uh, their specific allegations, and, and Wade Robson is one of the kids who took the stand uh, at Michael Jackson's original trial alongside Macaulay Culkin saying no abuse had occurred. Yeah. Uh, and now he's done like a full 180 and... Oh, the paycheck ran out pretty much. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry to jump around on this, but I just wanted to fully finish my previous thought wise bringing up all the... Uh, Conspiracy theories was that maybe Michael Jackson viewed these people as friends and not targets. Like he thought he saw himself as a little boy, so he just wanted to hang out with little boys and have sleepovers. So that was kind of how he evaded, yeah, 
like that was just the the popular theory. Like Michael Jackson was uh, this. Wait, popular theory? I didn't just come up with this out of my brilliance. Not sadly, no. For uh, the first time in podcast history, uh, or at least I actually did research. <laughs> but, what the fuck? <laughs> and that's why you don't do it that, that often. Is exactly just why I don't up do in your research. face. It's like, hey, you spent an hour reading stuff. Guess what? People already think that. Yeah, the people who wrote the stuff that you <laughs> researched, they thought it too. Weird. Um, the wait, fuck, that totally derailed me. What was I saying? Wade. Wade recanted his previous testimony that Michael Jackson did not. Okay, so the popular theory that was that was that Michael Jackson was just this like eccentric, like unhinged weirdo who hung yeah. out with kids because of his own like lost childhood. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, I don't know. Like, you can, like, hang out with kids, but then, like, getting kids to sleep in your bed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I got to give kudos to my girlfriend, Andrea, because we were ta- talking about this beforehand, and she was like, I told her my theory, and she goes, yes, that could very well be true, but he would still have the adult urges and sexuality, even the even if mentally he was a kid, because she was saying a lot of the times like this ha- does happen from time to time where a sexual predator will consider themselves like a kid and will still molest other kids, even though because they'll still have like the adult sexual urges and all that. Well, stuff. And probably the adult sac- sexual urges without the adult self-control mm-hmm. uh, that adults have developed. So that could be part of it. But at the same time, that's absolutely no fucking excuse for like oh, no. systematically preying on children. Yeah, no, there's uh, it's no good. Like he, he was beyond a weirdo. Like you have like the, I'm a famous person weirdness. He was way beyond that. You had the, I'm a super popular artist who needs to be half crazy just to make art weirdness. And he was well beyond that. He like, even if you took all the weirdnesses that he should be, that would be like, I could see him being that weird. Like if you knew someone who was super famous, influential, famous from when they were a kid, super artistic and put all that weirdness together, you wouldn't even come close to being as weird as Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, like, his upbringing, his child stardom, and then whatever, his, like, skin condition, it just created this, like, perfect fucking storm to create yeah. the, like, entity that was Michael Jackson. So, anyway, this uh, this documentary dropped. Uh, people are super divided on it. There's a lot of people who, like you, think the kid is just chasing a paycheck Yeah. now. Um but there's also a lot of people. So we went and saw, we talked about this, what, two weeks ago? A week ago? Aziz Ansari. Yeah, we saw Aziz Ansari. And Aziz Ansari had a bit in his set about, uh, he talked about the documentary, how it was coming up. And yeah. then he was asking an audience member how many kids might he would have to find out Michael Jackson molested before you just, like, cancel Michael Jackson. Like, yeah. Uh, and what, what, like, somewhere between 500 and 1,000 or something yeah. is what the punchline was. <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, a lot of people are coming out swinging in defense of Michael Jackson just because they like his music. Yeah. Which is a fucking really weird stance to take. Especially after what happened with R. Kelly. Like, the a whole R. Kelly going to jail and or not going to jail, being charged and put on a million dollar bail 
because he was a predator, you think people would pull back on the whole defending a musician they love because who touched kids. Like, I'm on the opposite fence. Like, I don't really care about Michael Jackson music. You could tell me. Oh, there's some. I There's could, some club bangers in there, buddy. Yeah, like 20 years ago, maybe. Man in the Mirror, uh, Black or White. Yeah. Uh, fucking The Way You Make Me Feel. Okay. Uh, the only it. time Michael Jackson music comes up for me is if I'm singing it and making fun of it. Like I haven't listened to a Michael Jackson song, like, unironically in about probably 17 years. Because I used to like that song Superstar. Or not Superstar. What was it? The one that's like Don't Stop You Get Enough. Is it called Don't Stop You Get Enough? Yeah. It was like it was released kind of like right before Michael Jackson started changing himself. It was like post Jackson 5 but pre-plastic surgery. Oh, yeah. And then there's the entire Jackson 5 library as well. Oh, I could easily go without hearing those kids songs. Oh, dude. That's like there's some great fucking songs. Somebody could be like, "Hey, I got this Jackson 5 CD." And I'd be like, "Sweet, I'll trade you for this Sesame Street fucking soundtrack because that's all it sounds like, the ABC song?" No. Okay, ABC is kind of shitty, but uh the uh uh fuck. Take you to school. Oh wait, that's the same one. I want you back is like one of the greatest Def, almost, I would rank it as, as possibly the greatest song to come out of the Motown era. Such a good song. That's not hard. Dale, I know you hate Motown. I don't. A lot. You hate Motown. I don't because hate Motown music. I just have never liked Motown music, and it's been shoved down my throat, and I'm like, guys, I don't really enjoy this music. And they're like, no, you have to like it because it's Motown. You have and I'm to like, like it. I don't have to like anything. I'm allowed to hate all music if I want. No. There's like some corner niches that I do like, but Motown is not one of them. You got to like Motown. This is like the blues. We have a mutual friend, Matthew McLaren. There is a classic fight me and him had for about a year where... About whale sharks. No. Well, that one too. (laughs) I said, I said, I don't like blues music and we argued about it and then... Eventually, I had to succeed, secede because I like John Spencer Blues Explosion. Yeah. Which is blues. That's apparently. blues. It's right there in the name. Yeah. Blues I Explosion. Was like, it's just a name. It's not actually blues. It's, blues yeah. Explosion. Also, there's lots of blues I think that you would like. There are. There is fringe blues that I like. But I think this is another one of those things where I didn't really like it. And then my older brother used to love blues like B.B. King and... Who's that guy who sang the Bearcat song? Oh, uh, fuck. Neil's probably pulling his hair out right now. He's like, oh, starts with a D, doesn't it? Do the Bearcat. What, David Wilcox? Yeah, he used to listen to David Wilcox. So I never really liked blues, and I never really hated it until people were like, you have to like blues. I was like, I don't have to like anything. And But there are, like, fringe blues acts I'll probably... You could tell me our blues and I'd probably like like one or two Jack White songs, I guess, could be considered blues. Stevie Ray Vaughan? No. Really? Hell no. That's dad music. What? Yeah. Okay, maybe that's why I appreciate it. Well, yeah, I don't have a kid yet. (laughs) I guess 
I guess. It's like yeah. what, once a kid is born, the doctor hands you your child <laughs> and a blues CD. But blues traveler, I do. Oh no, <laughs> no. The um, the harmonica in blues traveler hurts my feelings. That's how erroneous and gregariously bad blues traveler is. I'm gonna make you a blues playlist on Spotify, and you're gonna fucking love the blues. Dude. I probably won't unless you put. I'm trying to think of someone. That's blues that I like. I do like that Do the Bearcat song by David Wilcox. Okay, so cool. There's some blues I you like. like. You like one song. Yeah. Congratulations. Way to go. There's some blues I like, ironically, because it's funny. Oh, I can't remember it. Anyways, it's it's some blues song about sex that's hilarious because it's about sex. And like Michael Jackson, I'm secretly a little kid inside of my mind. Okay, well, considering but, the previous subject matter, I might walk that off. <laughs> I like Michael Jackson. But, oh, wait. End of episode. So if, was it Leaving Neverland? Yes. If. ZZ Top? That's not blues, That's is whole, it? 100% blues music. Okay, I like ZZ Top. All right. Got him. <laughs> you got me. That's blues? No. Yeah. Interesting that all the blues musicians you like. Don't say it! I thought about this. I've already tried to shuck and jive that whole allegation. It's like, oh, I hate jazz music, but Michael Bublé is really good. Michael Bublé is pretty good. No, I like jazz. There's a lot of jazz I like, like Herbie Hancock. Super right, okay. But that's more like acid jazz from the 70s. Yeah. Ooh, ah, Fuck. I can't remember his name, but the guy who has that album, Bitches Brew. Oh, uh, oh, fuck. That album, Bitches Brew, is fucking sweet. That's, is that Miles blues? Davis, thank you. Is Miles Davis blues? I was like, Dude, Miles is, Davis is like, same same thing, like fucked up jazz music. Is he Motown? No. Okay, good. Whew. Thought I'd have to admit I like Motown. I could admit I like some jazz, a lot of jazz, some blues, but Motown, ooh, it's just... I think what it is is I saw it in too many cheesy 80s movies. Oh, you know what it is? I'll tell you exactly what it is. Dale just identified the moment he learned to hate Motown. This is the moment I learned to hate Motown. When you're watching America's Funniest Home Videos in the 80s, and they have, like, the funny videos of people hurting themselves and being idiots. Yeah. And then they do the stupid sing-along where they go out to people in the street and it's like Chicago or something. Then it's like the fire department and they're singing some (laughs) shitty Motown song. That exact point of my life is when I decided I hated Motown. Those are always pretty cringy. Which is weird because I love Bob Saget. Like, it doesn't make sense. I'll be the first to admit it. I'm going to say it makes sense in that. The thing I'm not allowed to say, which is that <laughs> Bob Saget's a white guy. <laughs> I'm just gonna just no, gonna put that out there. It's not. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I'm not. I again, I haven't seen the documentary. I'm gonna watch it this weekend. We'll probably talk about it on our next episode. But really, the best thing is that we spent this much time talking about a documentary. Neither of us <laughs> seen. seen. Oh, we're like, but I mean, what I think happens in this movie? Yeah, but we've read like. Synopsis at least one blog post about it, and we've been on the internet, so we know what people said happens in it a lot. Uh, I'm just okay. 
Would you never on your choice listen to a Michael Jackson song again? I mean, I think you you got to. I'm going to be honest. There's not a lot of times where I'll like queue up a Michael Jackson song. That's what I mean. Like, when was the last time you queued up a Michael Jackson song and didn't just hear it out in the world on the radio or in a store? Probably just I Want You Back by Jackson 5. And like rarely, maybe once every like few months. What? Really? Oh, it's a fucking good ass song, man. I'm telling you, I really appreciate that song. Uh, but yeah, like you're not gonna mute Michael Jackson, Derek. I don't like. How can you do it? He comes on in a store. And you just turn around and <laughs> no, walk I, out. No, I mean like you can't protest. control that. But I mean, never queuing it up on Spotify. Yeah, I think I I got it at this point, man. Like, mm. I mean, granted, Michael Jackson is dead, and he's not seeing any of that money anymore. But a lot of people, so. A millionaire pop star doesn't get to molest kids his entire life unless there's like a group of people enabling him or just yeah. kind of sweeping it under the rug. And I'm pretty sure those people are worse because they Michael Jackson was all kinds of fucked up in his brain. Yeah. These people were of sound mind allowing this shit to go on as a business decision because it put more money in their pockets. Yeah. So That's I don't, terrible. I don't think I can listen to a Michael Jackson song on Spotify and have a fraction of a cent go to those people anymore. Yeah. Whatever the fucking royalties are. Like but, if, if every time you listened to a Michael Jackson song, somebody went and flipped a penny into Michael Jackson's casket, then Maybe you could listen to it, but knowing that, like, well, Joe Jackson's dead now, too, so that's, like, the biggest one who would have made money off it that you don't want to make money. So, I don't know, who's who's going to get the money? Like, who owns the Michael Jackson estate? Well, the Jack- so, the Jackson family still does. Okay. Um, I'm just reading here. Of course, the, the entire, they're all the remaining Jacksons, uh, his eight siblings... Rebby, Jackie, eight siblings. Rebby, Jackie, Tito, Jermaine, Latoya, Marlon, Randy, and Janet. Uh, wow. Oh yeah, Janet Jackson. She still exists. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Can we listen to Janet Jack? Not that I ever would, but do you think this should carry over into Janet Jackson songs? Because that's all going towards kind of the same uh, place that takes all the money, or what? Uh, I'm not sure here. Sister Janet Jackson. Uh, okay. What? Well, so I'm reading an article right now that kind of documents all the family members' responses, and most of them have come out saying, like, explicitly denying that anything ever happened. Yeah. Uh, Janet Jackson has remained relatively silent with regard to the allegations against her older brother over the years. She's only commented on it publicly once. In a 2016 documentary, Unmasked. In it, she explains referring to accusers Jordan and Evan Chandler. Now, if this really went on, do you think a father would accept money? Do you think that would make everything okay? Uh, The guy was after money. That's all he wanted. And that's in response to uh, to the the original accusers and the only ones who ever went to criminal trial. Yeah. But she hasn't gone. And that was, uh, when was that? 2016. Yeah. Uh, but everyone else has has yeah come out swinging against uh, against well, the documentary. Of course, they're going to come out swinging against it because, like we just said, they have a vested financial interest in people still listening to Michael Jackson. So my final thought on this is: 
don't listen to Michael Jackson anymore because the music isn't even good enough to put up with this, really. Oh, here's a good question. Can we listen to covers of Michael Jackson songs? Whoa. Like that Alien Ant Farm Smooth, Smooth Criminal. Criminal. Oh, that's that's like one of my favorite covers of all time. So I'm assuming that when they bought the right to cover that song. I don't think you have to buy the rights to cover it. You just have to say. You like license it? You, you say you're allowed to cover stuff for free, but you have to give writing attribution to the person who originally wrote the song. So I think. Like them saying that Michael Jackson wrote the song, he would be getting royalties off their cover. Is maybe how it works? Oh, that's tragic because that's a that's a good cover. Oh, do you want to know the most, uh, I guess, tormented over a cover song I ever was? Remember that Bucko Nine song? Uh, I'm the man. Yeah, that's a Joe Jackson song. Yeah. yeah. And Joe Jackson, like, we can sit here and theorize if Michael Jackson is actually a bad person, but it's beyond reproach that Joe Jackson is a garbage person. So when I heard that, like, I love that Bucko Nine song, and I was like, oh, I can't. I just, I can't. Like, Joe Jackson is just so fucking shitty. Wait, wasn't that a different Joe Jackson? Was it? Yeah, I think so. There's more than one Joe Jackson? Yeah. See, I thought Joe Jackson... The guy who sang I'm the man was Michael Jackson's dad, and that's how he got an into the industry with the Jackson Five, because he had one or two songs. No, this guy was uh I think he's a white guy. Oh man. So you can listen to that one. Oh You're free and clear, so buddy. Good. Free and clear, and you know what? I am gonna keep listening to Alien Ant Farm. I just made a decision right now. I think that's far enough removed from the child molestation. Yeah. Okay. But for me, let's, uh, let's make an outrage factory ruling. Okay. You can't listen to Michael Jackson songs anymore. Yeah. But you can listen to covers of Michael Jackson songs. There you go. Everyone wins. You still get to enjoy the music. Yeah. You're not probably, uh, our, we'll just attribute it to our limited understanding of music licensing. Uh, you're probably not putting money into the pockets of people who enabled a child predator. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and my conscience is clear. How are you feeling? I'm pretty good. Has anybody talked to Paul McCartney about this? Oh, cause of, uh, Ebony and Ivory? Well, cause they were friends for a while. <laughs> Just cause that Did was Did you fun. ever hear like the, how they had Wait, a falling out? Stevie Wonder, or was that Michael Jackson? No, he had that, that girl is mine was the one he sung. Oh uh, uh, yeah. But uh, apparently they had this big falling out because they were going to, um, it was some sort of auction or something, and the rights for Beatles songs were coming up, and Michael Jackson actually bought them out from under Paul McCartney. He bought the rights to like the Beatles, the Beatles catalog. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that's how Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson stopped being friends. And the weird thing was, like, when the, somebody was describing what happened, Michael Jackson just told Paul McCartney, he's like, I bought your Beatles songs. Like... He thought Paul McCartney would be happy that he did that. And Paul McCartney was like, no, that's not what I wanted. I wanted those songs. Okay. So this opens a whole new debate. Yeah. The Beatles are also canceled because if Michael Jackson owns the rights. He doesn't anymore. Are you sure? Paul McCartney bought them back like a bunch of years later now because that's why they re like Paul McCartney Uh, bought Apple 
records or whatever. Oh, wait. Sony officially agreed to buy out the Jackson Estates full 50% for $750 million, making Sony the sole owner of the Lennon-McCartney catalog. Fuck, I was hoping we wouldn't have to listen to the Beatles anymore. You don't have to listen to the Beatles. Oh, shit. Because, just like Motown, you're allowed to not like anything you want. Okay, you know what's played more than Motown anywhere? What? The Beatles. Guess what else I hate? The Beatles. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. It's a good thing our friend Sean Burke doesn't listen to this podcast. (laughs) He'd be really offended. He's pretty much Mr. Beatles. He even... You know who I do love, though? The Wings. Yeah, the good good Beatles side project. It was like... Paul McCartney was just warming up and had to put up with fuckface John Lennon for, like, all of the Beatles. And then... Uh, let's do some acid. I'm so trippy. <laughs> it's like, hey, John, I got this really good idea for a super good sounding song. And then John would be like, yeah, but Yoko thinks we should be more <laughs> in touch with the issues of today. And Paul McCartney's like, oh, I just want to make songs that sound great. And then... John Lennon got murdered. Yeah. And then Paul McCartney was like, now I have the perfect chance to make <laughs> super good songs. So he made the wings. And that's what the Beatles those songs been. are so much better than the Beatles. That's what the Beatles should It's been. like the Beatles is the wings with training wheels on. Like it's like Paul McCartney and the other Beatles did all these drugs. And then it took them like a decade or so to just like. Turn that into good music, which is the wings. So don't listen to Michael Jackson. Don't listen to the Beatles. Don't listen to the Beatles. Don't listen to Motown. Listen to the wings. Uh, I'm, I'm really glad. And I think this is why people tune into this podcast to hear yeah. uh, two grown men approach a sensitive topic like child molestation by making pop culture references <laughs> shitty 80s bands. Uh, with that in mind we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back to discuss more internet outrage nice Hey, Derek. Hey, Dale. You want to make another pop culture reference as sort of a ham-fisted segue? I, I, like, I like where you're going with it. Did you like the movie Beetlejuice? I, yeah, yeah. It was a good movie. Do you remember when they were in their old house trying to scare away the new buyers and they hung themselves on the clothing things and then... What was that chick's name who was in that? Uh, not Julia Rob. Poor woman's Julia Roberts. Gina Davis. I used to have the biggest crush on her. Anyways, <laughs> probably from this movie. When she stretched her face yeah. out into a bird. And then, yeah. Did you think that this many years later that the UK police would be warning kids or warning parents that in the kids section of YouTube. I use air quotes because there's no kids section. It's fucking YouTube. It's just a pit of despair. <laughs> But there's a video spliced into, like, I think, what was it? Peppa the Pig was a popular one that I was in. And it's this, like, chicken face lady telling kids to cut themselves so that Momo won't come and hurt their parents. Yes. So. It's come full circle. 
This There's an 80s pop culture reference. Took the whole world by storm. I just wanted to talk about that because I really like Beetlejuice. And so, yeah, this was... When did this originally come up? 2018? So, in 2018, there was a situation where a guy was actually splicing... So, this whole Momo thing ended up being a hoax. I want to fucking... Yeah, it was a hoax way back. Like, when it first... When people were first saying... Because it used to... Like, there was this thing where people would, like... Saying Momo would call them on their phone and threaten them. But then it was proven as a hoax. And then... This year, in February, UK police and the Irish police warned their Facebook followers that this whole Momo thing was happening after it was proven a hoax, and then shit blew up. Did Noah watch Momo? No. So, so did Noah cut himself? So, well, it's possible. I don't know. I don't pay attention <laughs> to what the fucking kid's doing when yeah. he's here. Um, so this this whole hoax kind of came about from like people. So first of all, when this hoax like reappeared on Facebook on what was it Saturday night? No, it was last week probably. Like yeah, it was like, like Thursday oh, or Friday. Yeah, last week during the week sometime I can't really remember, but it fucking caught fire. Yeah, everywhere, and it was all the same fucking picture of this like creepy ass bird lady. Yeah, uh, with like demon eyes staring out at me. Yeah. And that was horrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, it came to be, it was just like a bunch of parents sharing this shit to warn other parents, but all these parents will just like throw an iPad at their kids and be like, hey, fucking watch, watch yeah. this. Find a YouTube video, watch it. I don't give a shit. Um, and the funny thing is, I think this caused the Streisand effect where you tell people to not do something on the, not go look at something on the internet. And inevitably everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Let's go look at this. The term Streisand effect comes from somebody posted a picture of Barbara Streisand's house on the internet and she got super pissed off and told everybody to take it down. And she tried and to then, like sue. Them yeah. And then everybody down. went and looked at her house <laughs> when they wouldn't have looked at it in the first place. So how this pertains to this is all these parents freaking out about Momo Caused everybody to go and find Momo. Pro- probably kids, specifically, because yeah. parents were like, hey, have you seen these Momo videos? And kids were like, no, but those sound fucking dope. And then they went on YouTube and searched for yeah. Momo. Or um, the parents were probably even like, this is Momo. Don't listen to her. And the kids just like started crying. <laughs> Dude, that like that's a freaky fucking picture. That scared me. I had trouble sleeping yeah. that night. I mean, it's pretty good, but it's I don't know. It's like. After Slenderman, you're kind of just True. chasing the dragon of getting idiot kids to do stuff. Oh, did you ever watch that? Uh, that the documentary, the YouTube on? documentary on yeah, I did. Oh, so about those freaky. girls who like stab their friend, and you're yeah. like, what? And then you hear about Momo, and you're like, yeah, guys, go watch the fucking Slenderman thing instead. Because That's some real shit. It's really creepy. Um, yeah, so it was it was an internet hoax uh, perpetuated by yeah people who just wanted to like probably freak a bunch of fucking people yeah. out and a bunch of news organizations jumped on it and a bunch of parents jumped on it and it was just like this perfect fucking example of how everyone's just like oh saw a thing must be real gonna yeah. post it and <laughs> uh, yeah uh, yeah I just I don't I don't know anymore yeah um. One thing I have to say, another bit of wisdom from the Outrage Factory is 
like I mentioned before, there is no kids section of YouTube. It's all just a pit of despair. Never, ever let anybody under the age of, say, 35 watch YouTube (laughs) without an adult nearby. Because it's even if it's not Momo, you know there's like fucking... Idiots out in the world just trying to destroy innocence by whatever means necessary. Just like putting in videos that they shouldn't be on YouTube. Oh, and another thing. This isn't even a conspiracy because it actually happened. There was a pedophile ring talking to each other and communicating in YouTube comments of kids shows. Is this QAnon? No. No, I'm just fucking with you. This is not QAnon. This is like YouTube actually had to go in delete millions of comments and like they fucking I can't even remember the number but it's like it's way more like they had to delete accounts of whatever number you would think they're still good in the world it's like twice that uh, I will say 35 probably still is is too low an age yeah um, my uh, we have a friend named Ashley who Oh, she's the one who... 36 or 37? Ashley, you got me on the Mandela effect. Yeah, and so Ashley is is 36... Wait, we should should make fun of, like, one of the three people who actually listen to our podcast. She doesn't listen to our podcast. What the fuck? Her. (laughs) But she she watches a lot of YouTube. Yeah, but she watches conspiracy videos. Well, that's the thing. So she watches conspiracy videos, but she actually... And this is something that happens. So they also just released a, a report about... Uh, the like uh, deplorable working conditions for Facebook moderators, yeah. like people who are tasked with going on Facebook and removing all the content that Facebook finds questionable or that's reported for being questionable. And they found that these Facebook moderators, uh, after watching all these bullshit conspiracy theory videos, actually started to believe the conspiracy theories that oh they were God. supposed to be moderating. Uh, and yeah, that's just like uh, osmosis, pretty much. Yeah, and this is why YouTube is like. Uh, so I'm trying to start a YouTube vlogging channel featuring me and my son called No Adventures. Please check it out. That's good YouTube. Yeah. Bad YouTube. And this is a reason that like shit like anti-vaxxers persist is that YouTube is just like fucking imagine like a programmable TV where you can only watch the things you want and you can do that for a million hours and never reach the end of it. Yeah. And it'll just keep serving up videos. Uh, and they found that, like, the YouTube recommendation algorithm will, like, frequently serve up conspiracy theory videos in response to, like, if you go watch, like, uh, if you search vaccines on YouTube yeah. and you watch a uh, uh, video from, like, a certified, uh, what's a disease doctor called? We're just calling them disease doctors now. Uh, from, like, a certified, uh, f- like, viral virologist? Maybe. What's endro- endocrinologist? I don't know. Let's just say disease doctor. Okay, disease doctor. Let's not I'm going to edit that out. Let's not make the people listen to us you, like <laughs> Google what it is. They can Google it themselves. They could just sit there, disease doctor, find out the real like adult word. So if you're watching a YouTube video, I guess we could have just said doctor too. That would have been fine. Yeah, that would have sure made sense. Regular doctors know what diseases are. Yeah, they like, should. A doctor school isn't there like probably a whole section on diseases like i'd imagine there's at least one or two 
multiple choice tests on diseases of the world that they'd have to pass before they get to be doctors. I mean, I don't want to make it sound like I don't know how you actually become a doctor, but I don't at all. School? Yeah, you go to school for a long time. That's it? Yeah. And then they're like, here you go. Here's here's your scalpel. Go operate on people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you passed the disease multiple choice <laughs> test. So if you watch a video <laughs> from like an actual doctor who knows what the fuck they're talking about, YouTube will frequently serve up like some crazy anti-vax uh, yeah. video featuring like parents who try to heal their kids with fucking crystals at, immediately after that. And then like a dozen more anti-vax videos. So YouTube uh, is a big part on oh, Tucker is a big part of the reason why uh, why a lot of these conspiracy theories gain the traction that they do uh, and so a lot of people now use YouTube I'm probably as guilty as this as like the next person like I let Noah watch YouTube uh, but he is specifically limited to one family vlog that I fucking hate I hate the family I think they're the most obnoxious yeah. people on earth Uh Oh, no, two. He watches one where a guy and his son review, like, board games, and he watches another one where uh, it's just this fucking shitty family that sucks. I watched the one where the dad and the son review toys, and it gave me brain cancer. See, you were explaining what YouTube is like, and I have a better analogy. Remember how we were talking about the shitting tree where in elementary school you guys would go shit behind a tree? Um, That's YouTube. On the off chance my girlfriend listens to this. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking okay. about, so Dale. One of the things people don't maybe think about with YouTube is there's no screening process for what goes up. Stuff only gets taken down if someone else if flags it's been reported, it. Yeah. So it's not like... Netflix, where you all the stuff that's on Netflix has been poured over by the Netflix team and then uploaded by Netflix. The way YouTube works is people get a YouTube channel and then they just fucking upload shit. And there's no screening process for what goes up. If stuff gets enough complaints, they will... First, I think they what they do is they demonetize the video where you won't make money off the ads if you're that popular. Second is they make you take down the video. Third is you get an uh, infraction, and then if you get three infractions, you lose your account. Rest in peace, Alex Jones. He's dead? No, he just got removed oh, from YouTube because yeah, yeah, yeah. he got a yeah. lot of infractions yeah. for pushing crazy and conspiracy. Another thing is what is coming to light now. I don't know if this is still in the realms of a conspiracy or if it's just what's actually happened is there's these things called Russian troll farms. And one of the things they're doing is it's, I don't know what you would call it. I guess it would be like uh, cyber social terrorism where they go through all of these steps just to sow dissent within the population of America. So what they'll do is, They'll just pick something that people are going to argue about and promote it. Like they, they're probably behind this whole Momo thing in the first place. And they'll like, they've been known to endorse flat earth because it know they know it causes like strife between like American people. Like it causes scientists to have to argue with flat earthers instead of like making more science and making the U S better than Russia. And 
So there'll be like these companies with just like, I don't know, like probably young Russians who don't have anything better to do. And they'll just go on Facebook, make groups that seem like real groups. Like one of the things they'll do is they'll get like a Black Lives Matter group going and then they'll get like a Blue Lives Matter group and then they'll make them argue on Facebook, but it'll all be planted and then they'll set up rallies near each other so that people will go to these rallies and fight. And this is all orchestrated and it's just so people fuck with each other in the States. Yeah. It's like, and it actually is working. That's the most terrifying thing oh, yeah. is that it's like fully eroding yeah. American culture and like pitting these two sides. Like I've said it so many times on this podcast, but we will see an American civil war in our lifetime and it will be the right side of the political spectrum versus the left side of the political mm-hmm. stri- spectrum. And it will be because of shit like this. Yeah. And it'll be all because the Russians helped fuel the fire. Yeah, and then Russia finally wins the Cold War 30 years too late. Yeah. Sorry, fuckers, you still lose. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so this Momo thing dropped. YouTube is awful. The internet is just generally eating holes in our brains, except for this podcast, which will make you smarter. So, yeah, in closing, don't let your kids watch YouTube. Just set them, like, I don't want to sound like a commercial for Netflix, but... Put them in the kids section of Netflix and just let them watch whatever they want because there's not going to be any Momo or like any like spliced in videos on Netflix. There will be Paw Patrol, endless fucking Paw Patrol forever. Which is fine. It's not going to make your kid any smarter. Well, uh, it's not going to like have like a creepy weird spliced in video. So I guess that's better than nothing. Uh, speaking of creepy bird women, uh, I didn't really like that one. Uh, Kylie Jenner today was named uh, the world's youngest self-made billionaire. I like how they have to say self-made because there's billionaires younger than her who just inherited it. Yeah. Well, and so that's the, the thing. The reason I added this to the, yeah. the agenda for today was because... So Kylie Jenner is the world's youngest self-made billionaire at 22, 21, 21, beating out Mark Zuckerberg by two years, who is 23. So Mark Zuckerberg, I'm going to say actually a self-made billionaire in that he invented Facebook from nothing. Uh, He was at Harvard. uh, What? Didn't the Voss twins invent? What are the the, the Winklevoss twins? Yeah. Uh, whoever. <laughs> uh, but Kylie Jenner was kind of born into this already family, famous family with already rich parents who like. Yeah, like it's not like she made Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Well, that's the thing. So if Keeping Up, so if Kim Kardashian doesn't get famous, and then Keeping Up with Kardashian, Keeping Up with the Kardashians doesn't happen. Yeah. Does anyone know who the fuck Kylie Jenner is? And is she worth a billion dollars? Actually, let's go back further. Okay. If... Oh, fuck. I forgot his name. Caitlyn Jenner? No. The guy who killed his wife in the 90s. Oh, O.J. Simpson. If O.J. Simpson doesn't kill his wife, get... Isn't... Wasn't... Was it Johnny Cochran? It wasn't Johnny Cochran. It was, uh... Uh, Kardashian. Yeah. Dirt. His last name was yeah. Kardashian. Robert? Kim Kardashian's father is the lawyer from the O.J. Simpson case. If he doesn't get super famous from the O.J. Simpson case, marry the Jenner lady, and then she marries Bruce after. I don't know. Anyways, 
if that all doesn't happen, then Kylie Jenner doesn't get to be a billionaire. Yeah, so... Because that's how far back it goes. Self-made... I think it should definitely have an asterisk. Yeah, like Barry Bonds' home run record. Like, maybe put an asterisk on that. Wow. I mean, if there she was... There were steroids. She had she financial was, steroids. If she was juicing and still made money, I think it still counts. She was juicing with her family's yeah, money. Yeah, see, the problem is, it's not that she didn't make money herself. It's where did she get the capital to invest in all of her endeavors to make this money? I mean... I think if we're going by that standard, I'm as much as a self-made billionaire as Kylie Jenner because I have the self-made part down. Yeah. You too. Congratulations, bud. We did. Youngest, not really. Yeah. But we are both self-made billionaires. I mean, if you gave me $500 million, I'm pretty sure I could double it. Could you? Yeah. Because once you have that much money, it's pretty easy to make more money. If you gave me $500 million, I'm pretty sure I could spend it at a record pace buying the most ridiculous, I don't pointless shit. You could not spend it faster than other people. Is that a challenge, buddy? Give me yes. $500 million. I will prove you wrong Let's right, now. Bruce right now. Let's Right now. Right <laughs> now. If any of our listeners has $500 million in cash just kicking around in the bank and you want to donate it to Dale and I for a scientific experiment, you can hit us up on Patreon yeah. at patreon.com slash Outrage Factory. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, that's all I really want to say about it. Uh, do you think that Kylie Jenner is self-made? Hit us in the comments. Yeah. I don't, even if she was, like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. You were saying that we had a listener submission? We did. We had a great, so best best mailbag uh, response we've had yet since we started doing this. Uh, every week we ask people what made them mad online. And then people tell us that they somebody cut them off in traffic. Yeah, people are and, like, oh, I don't actually listen to your podcast. Here's something that affected yeah, me Yeah, or my favorite is you'll ask what made them mad about on the internet, and they'll talk about stuff we covered last week. Like, Conclusively proving they, they don't that listen. they don't listen to the podcast. Which, it's fine to not listen to my podcast and Derek's podcast, because I'm pretty sure I don't listen to your podcast, but... I don't out myself as not listening to your podcast. Yeah. I'm polite about it. I at least pretend to listen to all of your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, listener, I don't even know if she's a listener. Jenny Toms wrote, uh, and this is one time I'll make an exception for this. She said, more something, something that's been bothering me personally. Mm-hmm. Why? If Arkham Asylum is supposed to be the supermax prison where they put the baddest of the bad, then why does their security suck so bad? Nuttos be breaking out of their weekly and killing the guards. How do they even keep the place staffed with turnover like that? <laughs> That's a very valid point. It's a, it's a great point because this is the plot of like every Batman story ever told. Yeah. Is that a bad guy breaks out of Arkham Asylum and fucking Bedlam ensues. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no, this like super powered bad guy who can turn into clay and go through a vent. Got by the guy with a revolver. (laughs) (laughs) Like, at least staff the place. You live in a world where superheroes exist. Why not hire some superhero guards? Yeah, and instead of putting, like, these supervillains in a mental institution, put them in a super jail. Okay. 
Very good point, Jenny. Yeah, Jenny. Thanks. Thanks for writing in and potentially listening. But if you don't listen, fuck you. Your question <laughs> was shitty. Uh, Dale, anything else irking you this week? Um, I don't know how to put it in a way that doesn't sound racist. Okay, yeah, let's talk about <laughs> Will Smith. Oh yeah, because. <laughs> I love Will Smith. Mm-hmm. I've said it in pretty much... I don't so much anymore. ...all 79 podcasts we've had. I don't know. There's something about him. Like, every time Will Smith's in something that I actually watch... I never watched Concussion. I never watched that movie where he, like, sold those radar machines or x-ray machines, Pursuit of Happiness. Looks boring. Didn't I think I stopped it. at, like... What was the vampire one? Will Smith was in a vampire movie? The one... Yeah. Fuck Yeah. So good. Uh, oh, I am, I am Legend? I am Legend, yeah. That's where you stopped? I think that was the last, like, oh, Will Smith bro. movie. I... Did you watch Bright? Oh, yeah. We watched that together. That movie was awesome. It was pretty decent. Did you watch Earth AE? No. It's pretty good. Because he plays, like, a curmudgeon dad in it. Like, he's barely in the movie. The movie's like... Uh, Jaden was in that one. It's too, like right? a Jaden Smith vehicle, and it was like... It was by M. Night Shyamalan after he was fully shamed and pretty much chased out of Hollywood after he made Avatar The Last Airbender. So it's like this terrible movie where a disgraced director allows a terrible acting kid to star in a movie. But Will Smith's in it and Will Smith plays a curmudgeon dad and his role for the like 15 minutes he's in that movie is pretty great. And then Will Smith was in what was he in recently? Oh, he was in YouTube Rewind, further proving that... Oh, he has, like, a YouTube channel now where he, like, bungee jumps and shit. But he is going to be in Aladdin, and he... Yeah, I feel like we also just talked about how people were upset. Or did you guys talk about that? Yeah, we did on the the, guest podcast. Okay. And what the movie that... Or the thing that's happening now is Will Smith announced that he will be playing Venus and Serena Williams' father... I think his name is Richard. Richard's correct. And there's going to be a movie called King Richard. And there was a social media backlash saying that Will Smith isn't dark skinned enough to play this character. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I love Will Smith. And every time he's in a movie, he wants to be in a movie. You should just let him because he's a really good fucking actor. And... There's this whole weird thing in Hollywood where they've gone past just being you can't let white people act in this movie when you can have colored people act in this movie or minorities. They've gone to the point where it's like these minorities aren't visual minorities enough. You have to get people who are more of a visual minority to play that character. Should we have just ignored this? You seem very reluctant to weigh in, Derek. Wow, like I'm a... Okay, so I'm white. Like, I'm super white. I'm pretty fucking white. To those of you listeners who have never had the pleasure of seeing me in person, I'm like, I'm a really white guy. And that's not just... That's not just how I look physically. It's like, on the inside, I'm white. Whoa. Dial it back. What? We're not allowed to show happiness in the fact that we're white on the inside anymore. I don't know if I'm that happy about it. I'm like super duper like well, I'm too white. You can't be confident 
about the fact that you're white on the inside anymore. I'm just like, you know, you know, that whole like stuff white people like thing. Yeah. I like all that shit. Every time I see something, I'm like, they're right. I do like that. <laughs> I'm a white guy. <laughs> yeah. So, and I will say that Will Smith, as far as like, as far as black guys go, Will Smith is, is pretty, he's also pretty white. Yeah. Like not in terms of like the tone of his skin, which I know is what this argument is about, yeah. which is fucking dumb. But he's like, you, you know how it is. Yeah. But interestingly enough, uh, Will Smith did play, uh, fuck, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Like a decade ago. Yeah. And no one got mad then. Well, Muhammad Ali is also whiter, like, okay, there's no real comfortable way of saying this. <laughs> That's why I'm but like, apparently, why couldn't we just let this but off? But apparently this comes up every once in a while where there's two different types of African-Americans where there's the light, lighter-skinned ones and the darker-skinned ones. And Muhammad Ali is a lighter-skinned one. And funnily, oddly enough, there was a movie that had a character portraying Little Kim, and her main uh, criticism on the movie was she was saying the actress who played her was darker-skinned than she is. So it went the other way. Yeah. All right. So... It's like, this is like top tier racism here. Rhetorical question. Yeah. That's going to sound awful coming yeah. from a guy who just talked about how white he was for yeah. five minutes. Yeah. If you take a lighter skinned black person. Yeah. And you darken them up a little. Yeah. With say like blackface. Yeah. That's bad. You is it racist? Is it racist? Yes. Because I'm not saying it's racist. These people who are differentiating <laughs> between <laughs> Venus and Serena's dad and Will Smith are the ones who are going to say it's racist. And I don't want to sound like I'm pointing fingers, but I feel like the people that are pointing out the difference between Will Smith and uh, the Williams fella are the type of people who would get very upset if Will Smith made himself darker for this role. All right. That's fair. Yeah. Do you, do you think I stumbled through that enough? Like, it, no, it's just... It's a sensitive topic. Yeah. And I like that we're calling attention to how awkward it is for us to discuss. Yeah, like, it's something we should be able to talk about because, like... I don't even see color. Yeah. Like, if... <laughs> There's this whole, like, hyper-vigilance on racism. And if specific minority groups are going to be racist against themselves, how are we supposed to deal with this as a society? Like, shouldn't we just get to the point where, like, the American slogan, the melting pot, where no color is better than any other color, and... Or even Canada's slogan where it's like the multicultural rainbow where all colors are beautiful. Like, it's just... One, it's a movie made by Hollywood, so it's not real. So getting this nitpicky about who's playing which person should be frowned upon. 
and you know this kind of maybe goes back to the whole Russian troll farm thing, but like people are sowing the seeds of div- division between these like yeah these like like hyper minority groups now, where it's just yeah. like like this is one of the main reasons. I'm glad you brought this up because this kind of brought me back into why it bugs me so much is because you have this. Apparently, everybody agrees that the far right is the bad guys. We should all be against. And then you have this varying degrees of the left where they keep separating amongst themselves and saying, oh, I'm more left than you. You shouldn't be doing this. You should recognize this. Therefore, you're further right than me. So it's you have the right that's all concentrating and they've they've typically been the bad guys like they're John Lithgow in Footloose. They don't want you to dance. They don't want you to have fun. They want you to like just help them make money. And the left have always been like we're all underprivileged. Let's group together so that we can defend our rights so that we don't get exploited. And if you're going to separate amongst yourselves like this, then you're just fracturing your defense against getting exploited is what I think. Like, I don't want to be like, this all means something more than it does, but it does. Like, we got to, like what Derek said, there's going to be a civil war in the States. There will. That should fucking terrify all of us. It doesn't. Because it's not like us being five minutes from the border is going to save us here in Vancouver. Like, Uh, if a civil war happens in the States and I have to move to Edmonton just so I'm further away from the U.S. border, then that is terrible and I don't want it to happen. It's a great point. Yeah. We were so close to keeping this episode under an hour. No, we And weren't. then you shoehorn. Yeah, we were at 55 minutes. And then we got the Will Smith thing. And now oh. we're over an hour. I think we should just have a Dale's Weekly Will Smith update. Yeah, that would work. Which is funny because two years ago, Will Smith had all but vanished. And now he's just fucking everywhere. Remember when Will Smith went to Scientology? Yeah. And then it was like, well, there's Will Smith gone forever. And then it turned out to be a super good career move for him because like all actors in Scientology, they just start popping up in everything and getting all these roles. They control Hollywood. It's not the Jews at all. Or the Italians. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, thanks for tuning in to another fucking episode of Our Age Factory, the world's dumbest podcast. Derek, if you're not proud of it, don't serve it. The world's best podcast. Just fucking delete that and start over. I'll edit that out. Welcome. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to the world's greatest podcast. Uh, As always, I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Herder. I'm your co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can find me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. You can find us on the Twitter machine at OutrageFactPod. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OutrageFactPod or OutrageFactory. Whatever. Just search for fucking Outrage Factory on Facebook. Uh, Find us on Simplecast. Yeah. uh, Or iTunes. Wherever you get your podcasts, please subscribe, uh, rate and review if you get the chance. Say some nice shit about how charming and uh, 
not racist we are. <laughs> um, and if you have a couple bucks in your pocket and you feel like sending it our way to offset the costs of like hosting getting and sued by the left wing, yeah, or whoever we offended, probably Michael Jackson's estate now. Uh, yeah. Head over to uh, Patreon where you can make a small donation. Uh, you frequently forget to even upload our episodes there, so you will probably not be charged. And like we said before, if you want to make a very large donation of $500 million, me and Derek will split it and see who can spend it faster to be the waste money champion. Yeah, and uh, until next week, stay angry. <laughs>